Hey everyone, welcome to Refinery Life Church and welcome to another Tuesday evening teaching. So glad you're joining us. And you know, if you're looking for a new church home and you live on the Gold Coast, why don't you come and join us on a Sunday morning? We meet at 9.30 at 23 T.E. Peters Drive at Broadbeach. And you know, we're a friendly church and we preach the word of the Lord. That They're the only two things you should really be looking for if you're looking for a new church. We have a great children's church of a morning that's actually run by pastors. It's not, it's not a daycare. It's run by pastors, and we're raising giants for Jesus. And, you know, we've just started in this last couple of weeks a new church, I guess. It's an extension of what we're already doing, and we're doing it at Yatla. So if you live in the Brisbane area or Logan or Beanley, anywhere around there, and you'd love to come to church on a Sunday afternoon at 3 p.m., get in contact with us, and we'll give you the details where we're meeting. It's an extension of what we're doing in the mornings. You know, we had so many people that live around that area that wanted to come to church but couldn't get to Broadbeach. So we'll take church to you. We'd love to see you there. Join me now in the Lord's Prayer. We pray this prayer every time we meet because this was Jesus' model prayer and it covers everything that we may need. It says, Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our debts, as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Amen. Tonight we're starting a new series. And it's from the book of Acts. Everyone says they want to be an Acts church. So we're starting a series from the book of Acts. The book of Acts is a record of the evangelistic and missionary activity of the early church. And we need to proclaim the message that calls people to the conversion and to faith. Great conversions from the book of Acts is our theme for the next four weeks. And today we're talking about the conversion of the Ethiopian eunuch. The text we're concentrating on is a great one. It's Acts 8.37. It says, Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Let's work through some of these scriptures. Let's go from verse 26, when it talks about Jesus being preached to the Ethiopian. It says, Now an angel of the Lord spoke to Philip, saying, Arise and go toward the south, along the road which goes down from Jerusalem to Gaza. This is desert. So he arose and went, and behold, a man of Ethiopia, a eunuch of great authority, under Candace, the queen of the Ethiopians, who had charge of all her treasury, and had come to Jerusalem to worship. He was returning, and sitting in his chariot, and he was reading Isaiah the prophet. You've got your Bible, open it up, let's read these together. Verse 29, then the spirit said to Philip, go near and overtake his chariot. So Philip ran to him. And heard him reading the prophet Isaiah and said, do you understand what you are reading? I love that. Philip ran to him. He was being obedient. Verse 31, and he said, how can I unless someone guides me? And he asked Philip to come up and sit with him. The place in the scripture which he read was, he was led as a sheep to the slaughter and as a lamb before its shearer is silent. So he opened not his mouth. Verse 33, in his humiliation, his justice was taken away. And who will declare his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. 
So the eunuch answered Philip and said, I ask you, of whom does the prophet say this? Of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and beginning at this scripture, preached Jesus to him. As ministers, that's all we're called to do. Preach Jesus. Verse 36, now as they went down to the, the road, they came to some water. And the eunuch said, see, here is water. What hinders me from being baptized? Then Philip said, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. So he commanded his chariot to stand still. And both Philip and the eunuch went down to the water and he baptized him. Now when they came up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught Philip away so that the eunuch saw him no more and he went on his way rejoicing. He was saved from the preaching of Christ. He was baptized and then he went on his way rejoicing. Verse 40, But Philip was found in Azotus and passing through he preached to all the cities till he came to Caesarea. How good is that? All we are called to do is preach Jesus. Let's pray for offering before we go any further. We pray for offering every time we, we, we have an offering, and that is because we want it to be blessed. We want our seed that we sow to be blessed. Father, although we can never comprehend the glory of Christ's deity, we rejoice in you, that you have sent him to us for the miracles he performed, for the lessons he taught us, and for the death that he experienced for us, we are thankful, Lord. May we, in the hour that we're in right now, a spark of the divine be kindled in us. May that spark ignite the flames of love and compassion, and may Christ in us create a new zeal to share him with others through our lives and our gifts. And it's in Jesus' name that we pray this evening. Amen. We all need to have firmly established in our minds that God loves us. Many believers say that God loves us, but do they really believe it? Is it firmly established in their minds? God wants the best for everyone's life and thus constantly works to see that each person has an abundant life. This life comes through a conversion experience. The conversion of the Ethiopian eunuch gives us three factors in such an experience, and I want to work through them this evening. The first one is that conversion is a divine transaction. That's our first point this evening. The Spirit of God has seen at work in Acts 8, 26 through to 29. Supernatural messengers manifested the divine presence and worked on both Philip's and the eunuch side of the encounter. An angel of the Lord gave direction to Philip. He told him where to go and what to do. The Holy Spirit prepared the heart of the Ethiopian eunuch. God saw to it that Philip and the eunuch came to the same place at the same time for a divine encounter. We are seeing things like this happen within the Refinery Life Church. The influence of the divine work of God is seen in verses 28 through to 33. God uses the reading of the word from the prophet Isaiah to bring conviction to the Ethiopian eunuch. Hebrews 4.12 tells us, For the word of God is living and powerful 
and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even the vision of soul and spirit, and of joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. The thoughts and the intents of the heart. However, if the word is to have this effect, it must be read, it must be preached, and it must be obeyed. Many believers don't read the word. They certainly don't preach it, and they absolutely don't obey it. We need to change that. The work of the Son of God is seen in conversion in verse 35. Philip preached unto him Jesus. That's the work of the Son of God right there. Jesus was the one about whom the Scripture spoke. And you know what? He still is. He suffered and died for sinners and will save anyone who responds as the Ethiopian eunuch did. Anyone who responds will be saved. Our second thing this evening, as humans are the instruments used at bringing about conversion. We're the tools that are used. We're the instruments. The human instrument was Philip. Found here are some marks of a person who God can use. One mark is divine leadership. Under God's leadership, Philip left a burning revival to go down to a desert place. Would we actually do that? If revival hit the Gold Coast, would we leave that to go somewhere else when God said? Or do we want to keep trying to keep that revival going? We must understand that God is the one that keeps it going, not us. Apart from divine leadership, this would have made sense, or would not have made sense, sorry. But in doing so, Philip ministered to a man who was lost in sin. Isn't that the most important thing? Another mark is the use of the inspired word of God in answering the questions of a hungry soul. Philip also exemplified this mark superbly. The statements made about Philip can be made about current human instruments as well. These instruments that God uses are pastors, churches, the Bible, but also lay people. A third thing this evening, conversion requires a human response. The Ethiopian eunuch was a seer of the truth. He had gone to Jerusalem to worship. Those who attended a place of worship are in their Jerusalem. If you attend a place of worship, that is your Jerusalem. And you can identify with the church. He also read the Bible. The eunuch read the Bible. He was reading Isaiah. There's no substitute for personal reading of the Bible because it's the inspired word of God. Further, the eunuch was eager to hear what Philip had to say. So he went to church. He read the word and he wanted to hear it preached as well. Can you see the pattern forming here? These are essential ingredients for the conversion of any person. The Ethiopian eunuch was obedient to the message that he heard. The truth in verse 37, if you believe with all your heart, you may. And he answered, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. That is the truth that is to be obeyed. It was the practice of the early church and still a proper procedure to follow. Upon acceptance of Christ as the Saviour, the eunuch was baptised. When someone accepts Jesus Christ as their Saviour, 
They need to be baptised. We're seeing it so often now that people aren't baptised. We've been baptising people that have been in church for many, many years. These are examples that every lost person should follow. The only way to be saved is to accept Jesus. The only way to be saved. To publicly confess this, to follow him in water baptism, as the Ethiopian did. The Ethiopian eunuch went away a happy man. No joy compares to that which comes from a genuine conversion experience. Many souls are searching. Many are searching, as the Ethiopian was. And the result of their discovery is joy. Salvation brings joy to the one who bears the witness. Those who have already been converted also rejoice in the conversion of a brother. That's why at the refinery, when, when someone gets saved and we do a baptism, we do it out in public, we do it in the canal, right next to a boat ramp where many people can see, and there's quite often a crowd. And I remember one baptism we did recently. A lady was preaching to the young guys on the jet skis and in the boats as she was being baptised. How good is that? She was full of joy because of the baptism. And the crowd rejoiced as well. As we finish up this evening, God in his providence led a preacher into a des desert land, into somewhere where no one wanted to be. God in his providence led a seeker to that same road and led him to a specific passage of scripture. God gave that preacher the wisdom to interpret that passage and to lead that man to accept Jesus and to be converted. Let me encourage you. If you get but one thing out of this message this evening, listen and be saved. That's my encouragement to you. Let me also encourage you to be diligent with your Bible study time. One of the things that was happening through this passage of Scripture was the Bible was being read. The Scriptures were being read. And you know, if you do this, you're going to learn a lot more. You're going to get closer to God because just listening to someone else preach the word isn't quite enough because God has so much more for us. When you spend time with God, your life will change in amazing ways because God is a redeemer. There's nothing that's too hard for him. And if you allow him, he can make you whole, spirit, soul, and body. And you're important to God. You must know that if you're watching or listening to this but you're also important to us at the refinery. So when it comes to prayer, we believe that God wants to meet your needs and reveal his promises directly to you. So whatever you're concerned about and need prayer for, we want to be here for you. Even if you just want to say hi, you can contact us on www.refinerylife.org or via any of our social media channels. And this year, 2022, has been a year of repentance and blessings, but we're stepping into a new year and it's going to be a year of divine recovery and divine restoration. So if you want some of that, let me encourage you. There's probably some things you need to be repenting for. You need to be getting closer to the Lord and watch that recovery and that restoration come. And until next time, stay in the blessings.